Hello and welcome to the first episode on the Beauty, Brains and the Bag with Powerful Princess podcast. My name is Princess Agombiade and I am your host. On this podcast, I will be helping you tap into your highest self by showing you the ways that you can break the glass ceilings in your personal life and in your careers. But I will not always do this alone. On some days, I will be here with my couch and on some other days, I will have a special guest on my couch. I hope that you get to use this podcast to really transform your life. I'm rooting for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we're speaking about a very important topic. I think the topic on which we can build on every other topic. And this topic is finding you. The goal of today's podcast is to help you create the life you want by challenging you to look inwards, by challenging you to look at the mirror and see your reflection so that you can be able to figure out exactly who you are. Socrates said something, man, know thyself. But because I'm really here to speak to not just the women, but also the men, but particularly the women, I am going to say, woman, know thyself. It is really important for us to look inwards so that we can figure out exactly who we are and what our purpose here on earth is. So let's start with a big question. This is a question that basically you would encounter a little over a million times in your life. The question of who are you? This question, you would get it in on a date. You get it at, on an interview or in an interview. You get it, you know, when you're trying to apply for a scholarship or a job. It basically, you'll be asked this question so many times in your life that it becomes repetitive. And what is interesting is that a lot of times we often answer this question very wrongly. I mean, take a deep breath and take a moment to answer, to think about it, first of all, before you answer the question, who are you? Let me guess. You said something along the lines of, my name is Princess Agumbiade. I'm an award-winning beauty queen, a model, entrepreneur, and gender advocate. I was Miss Grand Nigeria 2017, Miss Multiverse Nigeria 2022, and currently the second runner-up of Miss Universe Nigeria 2023. I'm the founder of the Princess Agumbiade Foundation, and we've launched several initiatives towards advocating for education and gender equality. I have worked in various industries and I was able to earn an income of six figures in USD by the age of 25. I have also mentored over 1,000 young people, helping them reach a high level of personal and financial success. Right? But you know, this exactly isn't really who I am. This is just titles. This is my name. My name is not who I am. My name is it's a label that was given to me by my parents, right? And, you know, I can change my name tomorrow, but I will still remain this person. So you see why my name cannot define who I am? And then my accomplishments. Some accomplishments are time-bound. You know, after a period of time, you're no longer that you don't know that own that title so these things cannot really define who we are so we need to figure out 
what exactly makes you you. So this brings us to what makes you you. And this is the self-concept. The self-concept basically is defines who you are. It's how you define yourself. People, How people see you can decide on how they will define you. But your self-concept is really what makes you you. So that's exactly what answers the question of who am I? And, you know, we have positive self-concept and we have negative self-concept. Depends on how you view yourself. You could view yourself in a positive light and you could also view yourself in a negative light. And then we have different parts of self-concepts. We have the ideal self, which is basically the the self that you aspire to, the, the way you want the vision for yourself, how you want to be perceived, right? And then we have the real self, which is your current self-image, which is how you currently see or view yourself. And then we have the self-esteem, which is basically how you value yourself, the value that you place on your current self. Now, um, it's quite interesting because there's something called like incongruent self-concepts, right? And this basically is a point where your ideal self is far. It's completely not in power or not in line with your current self. That's your real self, your self-image. So there's obviously a disconnect. And then people begin to feel at this point a, a lack of, you know, it's not coordinating, it's not working together. And that's where people's self-esteem begins to reduce because they feel like who they want to be and who they are right now are two different people and there's just no way to really just walk them together. However, there's the congruent self-concept where it is it is clear that your ideal self, that's who you are aspiring to be, and your real self, where you are currently, there is it's, it's working. It looks like it's workable. It looks like they are both in linear paths so they can you know they can marry so you that kind of boosts your self-esteem you begin to see yourself in the light in a progressive light you can see yourself moving towards you know a direction you can see yourself moving towards your desired direction and that's exactly where I'm trying to take you to by the end of this podcast I want you to move from the incongruent self-concept to the congruent self-concept and how you can get to this point is by getting to understand where you currently are, that's your current self-image, and figuring out what your ideal self needs to be like so that it can be workable, so that it can make sense to you. And that's going to help your self-esteem. Self-concept is interesting because you basically develop a self-concept in the two different ways, a lot of young people actually it starts developing in childhood. You know, when a child is like around the ages of two and three, that's their child, early childhood. They just, they, they, their interaction or the way you interact with them, somehow it just begins to form and shape up their self-concept. By the time they get to the ages of seven and 11, they have already formed the self-concept based on the way that you relate with them based on their abilities and how. So basically, they start to compare themselves with their, with their peers, with their folks, and see, okay, I'm, I'm more athletic than most of my peers, or I'm, you know, getting better grades. And then that kind of helps, that kind of starts forming and shaping their self-concept. You see where it starts to get interesting, because somehow, sometimes you don't even have, it's not really, it's, you have no control. You had no control. I'm going to say had, because it was then. You had no control about how your self-concept was shaped. 
It could be depending on the environment that you grew up grew up in, the kind of upbringing that you had, the kind of words that you heard being told to you when you were growing up. These are the kind of things that could sh- could have shaped your self concept, right? But now I want to figure out why do you think you want to know yourself? This is a very important question here because it's going to help me to know if you need to continue listening to this podcast or if you need to just jump right off to discover truth, to find favorable information that aligns with what you want to hear or to confirm what you already think. If you're just trying to find information that would sit well with you, that will make you happy, that will make you, you know, that would not really stir anything you probably don't need to be listening at this point anymore because this is not, you know, what you're going to find here. And if you're just trying to confirm what you already think, then, well, let's see. You might be right, you might be wrong, but I would just say that the reason why you should be listening at this point is because you want to discover the truth about yourself. Okay, so now we're going to we're going to go into how you can build self-concept, right? Um. I know that from the childhood and adolescent ages, you probably never got came across this kind of information. So you had no idea what was happening and how you were becoming. But, you know, there is actually a you can actually continue to become. So the idea of self-concept does not end at a particular age. You can actually continue to develop self-concept even into your 80s your 90s it's all about how you think it's all about what you want if you really want to change the way that you see yourself you can and to be honest the way that you can build self-concept is by identifying your values because your values are like a guiding light they will basically shape the way that you begin to see yourself they will shape your self-image they will shape the way that you respond to what is going on around you and they will ultimately shape the way that your life is going to transform. I will define your values as the guiding light that helps you or that drives you or that guides you into a purposeful life. And a purposeful life is a life with direction and a life with direction is a life where you are able to you know, do a lot of positive things like eliminate negative thoughts. You know, one thing I realized is when people don't have any values or don't have any purpose, they are able to just be blown in different directions. Think about like, think about someone who is, okay, let's, let's, let's give like a little example, right? We have person A, we have person B and person A is, you know, this young man who is, trying to get to i i live in lagos so let me just use a place in lagos who is trying to get to say um victoria island and he's going from say aja right so he has a direction and then there is person b and this young man just is just going he just gets into the you know gets on the road who will get to a destination faster obviously person a because he has a destination and you see who will easily be distracted on the road? Who will easily have to, you know, fall into difficult, unnecessary situations? Person B, because they don't even know where they're going. So you see, when you have your values, this kind of helps you to navigate your life. You know, by it can help you to separate the unnecessary situations. You can focus on what is necessary, what is important. And, you know, having values somehow also just helps you eliminate anxiety, depression, 
and you know things like that so basically uh, it is important for you to find out what your values are because this will help you to navigate life in a much more pleasant way i mean i'm not saying that you would not you would not experience negative situations of course you will that's how life is but at least you or you understand the things that you need to do you are able see what's important is I, I realized that when you don't have values, you're available for everyone and everything. Whatever you get invited to, you're going to be in attendance, you know, because you don't even know who you are, what you stand for, what you don't stand for. So you are easily able to be swayed. But, you know, someone who has values and their values is, is X, Y, Z, and you call them for ABC, because it does not resonate with their values, will they be there? No, they will not be there. So when you have values, it also helps you to cut off unnecessary movements that you do not have to be. So it's going to help you to go from being a yes man to being able to have real and good boundaries in your life, right? Now, how do you discover values? How do you discover what your values are? Well, one way that you could discover your values is by using your peak experiences, your peak experiences, I would define them as the experiences where you were most high on life. I remember one of my peak experiences was when I was mentoring a lot of young people. And each time that I had to work with them, I just felt a certain level of high. I must tell you guys, during that period, I didn't even know what sleep was. I know it's unhealthy not to sleep, but I just couldn't. I was okay not sleeping. I was okay working every single hour, every single minute, every single second, because I was, I was working in alignment with my purpose. I love to teach. I love to see people. I love to, to create a positive impact in people's lives. And that was just me working in alignment. So you see, I was the most high at that point. I was the most high on life. Okay. At that point in my life, I was working according. That was, that's, that was, that's a way that I could define, or that's one value I can definitely define for myself because that moment when I was doing that activity it was a peak moment for me okay another way right that you can identify your values is to using emotions so what what situations arouse certain emotions in you some people um, when they see certain situations it affects them in a particular kind of way these are ways that you can be able to see okay what are my values? I'm going to give you an example just for more context. So there's people who maybe they just, they do not like to see any form of injustice. So when they see, when they read about injustice in the paper or they see a news about injustice, they can, they can be moved to tears, right? They can start crying out to you. You might look at them like, okay, I mean, yeah, it's bad news, but move on. You know, it doesn't move you to tears, but because you guys have different values, that is why one person was able to express the emotion about that particular situation in a different way. So observe yourself and figure out what situations bring out the emotions in you. This would help you to also identify what your values are. Another way that you can identify your values is by doing a self-audit. So basically paying attention to yourself. You know, what do you get mad at? What do you complain about the most? And what do you wish you had? Like, what can you not stop thinking about? So some people, all they can, all they think about is how, how to just be 
how to just be wealthy, you know, and maybe that's their, their values that are tied to creating wealth. You know, some people to them, it's, well, it's okay if they become wealthy, it's okay if they don't, you know, but that's how you can tell, you know, what your values, where your values lie. Or, you know, there's different ways, but basically do a self audit by paying attention to the things that cause you to, that cause you to, to, to feel so strongly right um but basically it's important for you to discover your values because when you discover your values it is basically a way of knowing yourself and knowing yourself helps you respond more effectively to life therefore helping you to show up as your best self okay so now we are moving on to a very interesting part which is self-discovery i know you're probably wondering by this time okay yes you know um, I figured out how to identify my, my values now. I know why I need to discover myself. But now how can I really go about discovering myself? How can I really go about getting to now figure out who am I so that I can know how to answer the question who I am? Okay, so um, basically who you are is your story. Yes, and your story is, is, is a sum total of your values your passion, your skills, that's the things that you can really do. And basically, that's what creates a story for you. So that is who you are, right? So now, how do you how do you really get to craft your story? How do you get to know what all those things are? Now you know how to identify your values, but how do you, you know, get the other parts, you know, to also fall into place? You know, the first thing that I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to do, right? And this is a practical part of the of the entire podcast so you might want to really take notes at this point if you're not taking notes already which I think it should be okay so um the first thing you want to do is to visualize your ideal self remember we spoke about ideal self that's the person that you are aspiring to be visualize who this person is visualize who you are on the highest levels that you want to play at. So basically, I'm not gonna, I don't want to put an example to it because I don't want to limit your imagination, but sit in your imagination and try to picture who is princess at her optimal level, who is princess at the highest level she can possibly be. As we already know, the only limit to you and to how, how, how far you can go is your imagination so allow your imagination run wild what do you what what position do you want to see yourself that's going to make you very happy so think about that person paint that picture in your head get creative and paint that picture in your head and write who that person is write it down on a book get a journal you have to start journaling at this point right now write it down and be clear about that person. Now, the next thing you want to do is you want to explore your passions. You know, the things that you, we already spoke about passions earlier, but the things that make you excited to do, the things that when you do them, you just find yourself floating, you find yourself feeling, you know, your best, right? So explore those things, do those things more. If your passion is teaching, teach more. If your passion is cooking, cook more if your passion is organizing events organize more events if your passion is traveling travel more but explore every single one of your passions because you are going to find 
something vital. The more you explore your passions, the more you figure out which are you really passionate about and which one you had just a temporary rush out of. Okay, so now you also want to try new things. The things that you never knew if they're your passion or not, but you've just been curious about them and you have never bothered to try them. This is the time to try them. Remember, this is a new year. 2024 is a new year. And we're trying to get you ready to be your best self before the end of this year. So you must take all of these things really seriously. Okay, so you want to try new things. Write out the things that you have been curious about and actively find ways to get involved in them this year. Um, evaluate your skills. Yes, you need to take stock of your life. What skills do you currently have? What skills are you currently working with? What skills do you have that are not yet, you can't yet qualify as your skills because you're not very good at them yet. Evaluate them. You can give them numbers. You can say a writing skill, a copywriting skill, I'll give it a four over 10. You can say photography skill, I'll give it a two over 10. You can say, um, you know, advertising, I'll give it Whatever skill you have, you need to actually evaluate them, figure out the ones that you are way better at, keep doing those ones and the ones that you want to improve on, now it's time for you to figure out how to work to improve on them. Also, you want to reaffirm your values. Remember, we spoke about what your values are. Now you know your values. You want to reaffirm those values by writing them down. I tell you, the pen is so powerful. When you put a pen to paper, it is so powerful because as you're writing, you are reading. It's basically writing. As you're writing it, you're reading it. So basically, you are capturing the same information twice. So put, put pen to paper and rewrite your values down. Now, ask yourself questions. Ask yourself important questions like, what do I like? What do I not like? What do I find interesting? What do I not find interesting? Where am I right now in my life? Where am I trying to get to in my life? You want to get, you know, into a relationship with yourself where you can ask questions. Just like you cannot be dating someone and then you're just there. You would obviously, out of interest, you would ask them questions. So develop that same interest that you would give to a partner in yourself. So that you can ask yourself the questions that you would ask whoever. You know how when we're in love, we just start asking questions. Asking, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite holiday destination? What, what do you bring to the table? All those questions that you ask your partner. Ask yourself those questions. Yes, yeah, so ask yourself, what do I bring to the table? The table of life, the table of my life. Because you can't just be existing, right? So you want to know that. You want to really see that you are not just existing. You are actually living purposefully. So you want to really ask yourself these questions. Now, I spoke about evaluating your skills before. Now you've put out the skills that you already have and you have evaluated them to see the ones that you need to learn more, the ones that you need to practice more. Now you also need to make room to learn more skills. I'm, I, I, I primarily feel like my audience are young people between a certain age bracket. I would say between the age of maybe 19 to like 39. And I believe that at this age, you still have so much room to grow yourself. You are still very malleable. You can still become whatever you want to become. I mean, 
people are becoming stuff at 75. People are becoming something at 80. So you were just 35 and you want to say, oh, this is how I am. This is who I am. Who told you that? Is that who you want to be? Is that how you want to be? Because now if that's not how you want to be or that's not who you want to be, you have the chance, you have the opportunity to really go in there and effect the change. So learn a new skill. Figure out what kind of life do you want to live? Who is your ideal self? What kind of job does your ideal self do? Do you have the skills for that kind of job? You don't. Go learn the skill. Baby girl, I don't know about you, but I will keep working towards becoming my ideal self because I want to really live a fulfilled and happy life. I don't want to live a life where I'm saying I wish I did. There's nothing worse than wishing you did because all you just had to do was do. All you just had to do was do. But now you did it and now you wish. So avoid regrets and do. Okay? And now the final point here is journal. I already said it from the beginning. So by now you should already have a journal where you're writing where you're writing everything I'm saying. So journal every single thing. Journal your ideal self. Journal your visualization of your ideal self. Journal every single thing. Your new skill, your new passions, every single thing. Put it to paper. Now I'm back to asking you the question, who are you? I mean, that question should be a no-brainer right now because you just learned that who you are is a summation of your core values, your passions, and your skills. So go ahead and tell me your personal statement. I'm listening. Remember when it was said that women are meant to be seen, not heard? When society decided that a woman had to choose between being beautiful or brilliant. And then women just resigned to society's definition of who they should be. And they relegated themselves to unfulfilling roles. Well, I am Princess Agumbiade and I run a show called Beauty, Brains and the Bag with Powerful Princess. I show women how to find their identity and purpose how to break the glass ceilings in their personal and professional lives, and how to live a life with no limits. All this while reminding them that their beauty and brains are not mutually exclusive and they can coexist. Congratulations to you, woman, on listening to the first episode of the Beauty, Brains and the Bad with Powerful Princess podcast. I know that this marks a very interesting turn in your life. And I cannot wait to go on this amazing journey of transformation with you. Remember, you're not just pretty, but pretty powerful. Until next time. Bye.